Welcome to Center Sunday with your host, Cherie Shy Holmes, the business doula. All right, today we are going to talk about how to sell your coaching programs. And I'm just going to share with you tips that I've used to grow my coaching practice, what worked for me, basically also what did not work for me in this aspect, and then, you know, test it out, try it out for yourself and see, you know, what combination works. Uh, I really do feel like different things work for different people. So I wouldn't say this is like the be all end all exhaustive list of what you can do, but this is just some simple ways uh, for you to get started. So let's dive in. The first thing I would like to share is coaching on social media. Yeah. So social media is a great way to prepare your future clients for coaching, right? Your content pre-sells your coaching packages, your hour, whatever you're offering, right? And this is, this is, I'm giving this to you from an introvert's perspective, okay? I worked so hard trying to figure out how to really make myself pop, my content pop, um, and get clients on social media to book calls with me. But I'm going to be honest, like, I have never really liked social media. To be even more transparent, I didn't get on Facebook, y'all, until like 2018, okay? <laughs> I did get on Instagram like a long time ago. I think it was like 2013, 2014. And to be honest, the only reason that I got on is because my little sister was on there and she is underage. And we just kind of hope she's not listening to this. We, I just kind of like, you know, got on there just to make sure you know, there were some additional eyes and ears paying attention to what's what was happening out in those internet streets, you know what I'm saying? And making sure she was safe and protected. Um, but I genuinely didn't get on social media because I like social media. I actually don't really like it that much. And a lot of pictures you will see for anyone that did follow me on my personal page, the most of the photos on that are literally like group photos. I didn't like showing pictures of myself alone. I didn't like posting pictures of me, like, I don't know, just looking at the camera. I I just, it just felt like so out of place for me. So I barely posted on there. And if I did, it was just like something we were celebrating or a family member or a friend or something that I truly, truly thought was an amazing experience. Okay. So when it came to shifting into posting content for my business, I still had the same um, I don't want to say negative attitude, but the approach that social media was draining, it wasn't me. And I had to really get out of my comfort zone of being more of the extrovert on social media. And so y'all, especially the tribe that's been following me for a while, I think it's since 2018, actually, you guys know my content has changed drastically. It started off with like, really static like posts of just a bunch of quotes and cool sayings and then you know me posting you know a couple sentences beneath no real engagement no questions back to my audience and it was just like okay I have to show up on social media so people know I'm alive and know what I'm offering but literally that's all I was giving it's just like smoke signals like hey I'm still alive I'm here look at these cool quotes and (laughs) Outside of like family and friends that were liking my content, 
I wasn't getting a lot of traction. I wasn't getting a lot of engagement. And so I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what's the hashtag strategy, how many IGTVs should you post, what time of day should you post. I'm, I'm listen, y'all, I'm looking at analytics. I'm trying to be more consistent. I went from showing up like two, three times a week to showing up, um, I think it was like, I started to try to show up seven days a week and then I was like too overwhelmed. I was like, hey, I'm an introvert. That's too much. Okay, let's back it down. Okay, five days a week, once a week. And then you have people, coaches telling you like, you need to post three times a day. Three times a day? What do you think I am? A robot? Nothing I could possibly be doing could be that interesting for me to post three times a day. But this is the problem. (laughs) And I will say this for introverts and extroverts. When you are posting on your personal page, it is all about me, you. Me, 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 me. Look at what I ate. Look at how cute I am. Look at this cool vacation. Look at me swinging from the trees. It's all about me. And so I took that same mindset into my business when I was posting on social media. And because I personally didn't feel like sharing a lot of things about me, I also did not feel like sharing a lot of things about my business. So in essence, even though I was sharing stuff about my business, it was still all about me. But I understood after studying quite a few people who have over, you know, 80,000 plus followers Those people actually love social media, y'all, but they love it from the perspective of being able to serve. Their pages are not as much about them as they are about their followers, right? This can be from food, this could be from vlogs, this of of travel experiences, um, basketball like everything what they're doing is they're serving the people their followers you know that are consuming their content and so when you make this mindset switch when you're creating content that is for your business you're gonna see a big change in people engaging and responding to you and I noticed it as well so I got out of doing the consistent you know quotes And I actually had a friend who was in business, who is in business, um, especially branding, look at my account and be like, your account is static. Like no one sees your face. Um, And then you just posting like these dry quotes. I mean, they're branded. You have your colors and stuff there, which is nice and cool. But like, like that might've worked in 2014, but that's not going to work in 2018. You need to do better. So (laughs) I started off going live. Uh, once a week on Sundays, which is really where Centered Sunday came from, which I now turned into the podcast. And I would do lives for like 45 minutes or so, sometimes an hour. <laughs> and that actually started getting more traction and engagement. So I was like, okay, so people like it when I do videos that are teaching them things, how to's, um, give them insight into their own mindset or, you know, how to reach their goals, etc. And I still hadn't understood, though, that the rest of my feed (laughs) needed to be that way. So I went to going to just post these quotes, and then I have the live show on Sundays. And I was seeing that work. That was working, but it didn't get me extremely far. And so I did a deep dive, y'all, trying to figure out, you know, how to break through, how to bake through, how to break through. And honestly, I just went and studied other accounts that kind of are similar to what I do. And haven't been around 
you know, for like since 2014, 2015, but newer accounts. Because the thing is, when when you're trying to see someone's strategy from who started out in 2013 or something like that, a lot of their numbers came from early adoption. And what worked back in that time span would not work in 2020 or 2021, right? So I'm looking at accounts that are like 2019, you know, 2020 and seeing their super growth. Like I've seen accounts like surpass me like in months, you know, and just watch their growth and what is really working. And honestly, it's because they position their content to be for their followers and not about themselves. So it's not like, oh, I'm posting I'm, I'm posting pictures about um, what I ate for lunch, but I'm I'm sharing my top three favorite recipes. You know what I'm saying? Or it's not about pictures of uh, me and my kids outside. No, it's about like the two ways, you know, we have fun outside every single day. You know, so now there's a reason for your followers to consume your content, not only consume it, but share it. Now, this is one thing I didn't mean for this to go into like an Instagram masterclass, but (laughs) I don't think it'll get even that close. But this is one thing I've learned, y'all. Hashtags are good and they help get your content discoverable, but you're not necessarily going to get a ton of follows from hashtags. I really feel like the follows come from people sharing your content and someone else vouching for your credibility or your authority or your expertise and sending it to a friend and saying like, you should follow her, your, her content is amazing. And usually that's what I've found as far as people that have just followed me randomly from a post, it was recommended to them by somebody else, Right. Um, And I only know that because I do send every single follower a message to kind of like welcome them to the tribe. And I try to engage and have conversations with them. Not to mention, I see my own insights on Instagram. So I can see, you know, even if some of my posts will go, you know, viral in a Sharice-like manner, manner, meaning, you know, one post will have like 6,000, 7,000, 8,000 views. And it'll show you like how many follows you got from that. And y'all, I'm not kidding. Like sometimes the follows would just be like four people, three people, two people. (laughs) Even though I end up getting like 300 likes, 350 likes on something, only three people will end up like actually following me. So I think having a good hashtag strategy is great, but I don't think that having a, a, you're sorry, I don't believe that just because your content is discoverable and more people see it, that it results in follows. I really truly believe that you having content that has some sort of how to or tutorial or teaching people something in an entertaining manner, don't forget that part, is really what causes people to share and save your content. So and that, and that leads me to the other thing that I wanted to share about social media. I was very like, even though I'm playful and silly and like to have a good time on Instagram, I was like, none of that. I was sharing. I was teaching. I was serious. I was somber. I was concerned. You know, I was all of those things. And yeah, like no one gets on social media to to be checked, (laughs) to be treated. You know what I'm saying? Like they're getting on there for entertainment. So if you can find a way to mix 
whatever it is that you want to teach with something that's also entertaining, that content will do way better than any other form of content with your scripted lives and your scripted videos, you know, three ways to master marketing. Here are your three P's, one, two, three. People don't want that. I could read that. I could read that on a website. What they want is personality. What they want is entertainment. <laughs> what they want is something that is going to be the escape that they came to to social media for in the first place. And if I get to learn something while I'm there, hey, I might actually follow you. So I talked a lot about this, but I think this was one of my my biggest struggles and hurdles. And I'm starting to learn how to crack through in that space. And you definitely can too. But once I actually learned how to crack through and create content that was good enough to kind of like pre-sell my coaching, when my potential clients get on my calls and we're having a discussion, they're in a place where they're more familiar with my teaching concepts and they're indoctrinated with my coaching. So my method of coaching, I should say, my process and method of coaching then it's easier to sell someone on a call. So be yourself, be engaging, have some level of entertainment involved, infused into your content, and you're going to see people engage a lot more than usual, okay? So come out the box, y'all. I hate that phrase, but it's true. (laughs) All right, so number one, Um, You can sell your coaching program through social media. It's a pre-sale for your coaching. And then number two, this one has been like a massive, massive, y'all, massive, massive, massive game changer for me, okay? Number two is teaching classes. So this is what what I started doing. I brainstormed 10 pain points of my ideal client. What's keeping them up at night? You know, questions, uh, what questions do they need answered? Uh, what's making them unhappy? Um, what areas are they looking for results in their life, right? I just came up with the top 10. And then I literally, like the end of 2018, I knew at least for the le- the, the next 10 months what I was going to be talking about for 10 months straight, y'all. I have what outline the content I was going to create for every single Centered Sunday in advance, like that far in advance. And it was a strategy that honestly I got from church because I know a lot of pastors who will teach on the same subject for an entire month. And I love being taught that way. And it was, it, it helped me process whatever the theme was for the month in multiple ways, right? Especially if you're doing Sunday school, Bible study, and regular service. So I use the same strategy that works in church for teaching people, and I use it in coaching and decided that I would have a theme every month. And that made such a huge difference for me. So Then I also knew, okay, so for the month of, you know, let's see, February, right? We're in February, yeah. So that's the month of relationships and love. So I would do a whole month dedicated to the discussion of relationships, and I would break it down by week. Maybe we talk about friendships. Maybe we talk about, 
dating. Maybe we talk about family. Maybe we talk about work relationships, right? So there's four different topics under the the guise of relationships and love that you can address each week. And then I know what I'm teaching each week. So I know what my content is geared toward for the week. Okay. So the first week that I'm talking about relate friendships, my content for the week is all about friendships. And the same thing on dating and the same thing on family and the same thing on work relationships, okay? When you use these types of strategies, it makes creating content so much easier and it keeps a clear and succinct version of presenting to your potential clients what it is that you want them to know that you can provide. It should be a topic that ties into what you're going to coach them on. Now, the classes themselves can be presented in like multiple, you know, multiple ways. Okay, so you can teach these classes going live on Facebook or IG, or you can teach them uh, in a private Facebook group that you offer to your tribe or your followers. Or you can also have them sign up for the class um, and present it on Zoom or Webinar Jam or even Clubhouse. Um, you know, and then Clubhouse is even well. Clubhouse works for me because it's audio only. I don't have to worry about getting cute and putting on an outfit and my lighting and just all the just all the aspects that go into it. It could really just you know focus on delivering uh, quality content to your tribe, to your potential clients, your ideal client without all the other distractions or any of the other things that would stop you from normally showing up uh, consistently to teach a class. You can also do free conference call. um, Yeah, you can also do free conference call.com. And I know a couple people who offer um, like a call every morning, four days, four or five days a week or three times a week or whatever. And it's either like a meditation or affirmation or a 10 minute discussion, 20 minute discussion on a specific topic that they're covering for the week. And this is a great way to build uh, credibility with people who are considering purchasing your services. So I think having all of those opportunities to teach a class can really expand your outreach and your impact beyond just, you know, like, hey, here's this post on social media or, hey, you know, I taught this one live, like, but being able to teach classes and gear them towards your audience and have them actually sign up. I believe that the signing up part definitely helps build your email list as well. Um, But even if you can't do that, like in Clubhouse, no one's signing up. You're just showing up on Clubhouse. But on the free conference call, you can have people actually dial in. You can have people email you, I mean, submit their email address so they can be notified of the conference call number. So now you do have their email address. So there's a couple ways you can use your classes to to also build your credibility, but your list as well, whether it's text message marketing or email marketing. So I would make sure that I was tapped into both or, oh, you know what? No. I didn't do both. Let me stop it. I didn't do both when I first started out. I was only focused on email marketing, which I believe is definitely the foundation of most and every businesses. The money is in the list, okay? So build your email list. And then when you're good at that, or at least comfortable, I would say with it, and you're being consistent with them, sending at least one email a week, 
go ahead and expand out to text message marketing, okay? Because people do, I mean, the statistics show that like people open up their text messages. I believe it said 80% of people open up their text messages within the first five minutes. Like email marketing, your stuff might go to the promotions, the spam, the junk, whatever. But I mean, text messages, they're getting them. Like they're getting them. There is no noise in between. There's no algorithm uh, only giving, sending 10% of the people online your content or your stuff getting lost in junk folders. Like you're, you're having direct conversations with your potential clients. So that is definitely something you should invest in early. And then the third one I would say is speaking engagements. Now, this is a little bit different from teaching classes. Um, But I would say the advantage to this is that you're receiving an invitation from a host or at least requesting an invitation from a host, right? And they're positioning you in front of a group of people that is your ideal client, okay? So you already establish yourself as credible because the host is saying you're credible. So then you have credibility established immediately, And then you get to come in and position yourself as the authority and build the like, know, and trust factor, okay? So here's one thing I would recommend for you. You need to work on creating your signature talk, okay? This is your your talk that covers whatever high-level points that are also related to your signature coaching program. And you give your talk. And another thing that I think works very, very well is that you set up like an affiliate uh, referral fee. So you can give your signature talk at during the speaking engagement and, and whoever is the host, let them know, hey, if anyone signs up with my coaching program after this event, I'll give you, you know, 20%, 40%, whatever um, is reasonable. Depending, I would say depending on like how high touch the program is that you're selling, like if you're selling the program in the speaking engagement, then, and it's like a course that's online and it's $67 and it's already been recorded and there's no face-to-face time with you at all, then you can consider giving them a higher percentage. Now, obviously, if this is very high touch where they're getting um, high interaction with you face-to-face, then I would give a lower percentage um, for my affiliate um, referral fees that I pay out. So I think having that as an additional plan would make a great strategy for you if you were just starting out uh, selling coaching. This this works really well for me also. Um, And here's another thing that you can do on Google search. You can, you know, select, you know how you can select the alerts that you want to get, whether it's like bad weather or stimulus checks <laughs> or I don't know what what do people want to know anyway I this is literally the only alert no 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 that's a lie I do have other alerts they're more like business related um I like to learn about the universe and things discovered in space so <laughs> any any articles that Google thinks that I would like to read in that manner they send them to me Anyway, getting back to what I was saying, you can set an alert for a call to a call for speakers. Now, 
that will let you know if someone releases information, an organization or a company releases information, and they're looking for speakers for a specific event. And you can do it set to Chicago, D.C., Atlanta, you know, L.A., whatever you want wherever you want to go speak. And then that way you'll be notified when they're looking for speakers. And then you can prepare your speaker media kit and your sizzle reel and shoot that off to them. So you can be considered now more for speaking engagements. You can also get paid for this too. Um, but I think using it to book calls, sell books or requesting honorariums or you know speaker fees also works as well so there that's another revenue stream that you can tap into and then the fourth way uh, so let's just review really quick the first way is on social media the first way to sell your coaching program is through social media it pre-sells your coaching packages number two is teaching classes and number three is speaking engagements and number four is what I would call a hybrid method of discovery and sales calls, okay? Again, you guys are probably going to get so tired of hearing this, but I will not stop saying it until I see everyone has shifted their coaching, okay? Coaching is not a product, it is an experience, okay? And trying to sell an intangible experience to someone can be hard. You want to sell the result. How do you do that by just, you know, posting something on social media, right? The best way to do the result, that's like give them the experience, is to actually get them on the call. Let them experience a little bit of the results, right? Get them on a call, talk to them. Now, there, let me see, let me say this. For high ticket coaching, like you're charging, you know, I would say at least 1500 or more sales calls from my perspective is the best way to go. Now, there are other people who say you're wasting your time with sales calls. You can sell in the DM, you can sell in your emails, you can. But I would recommend if you're going to do that, you probably are doing that for like a $1000 program or a $1200 program or something like that. I've not don't know a whole lot of people that sell courses for $2,000 or more through email unless or social media unless they have a very large following and just by the sheer volume of numbers someone's just gonna buy just off just just because that's how the numbers work right if I have 60,000 followers and I drop a $2,000 coaching course yeah people are gonna buy like the likelihood that no one would buy from me and you've been following me for this long engaging with my content is pretty low, especially if you're putting out really, 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 really good content, okay? But that could be the case of, you know, me selling a $2,000 program, I have 60,000 followers, maybe eight people sign up, as opposed to creating the opportunity to have a discovery call, sales call, whatever you want to call it, not, it's not, honestly, it's not that, let me not say that, it's not whatever you want to call it. (laughs) You need to make sure you're calling it something good, like, strategy call or like mine is the business breakthrough call something sexy not boring discovery is just like uh, everybody uses that one okay so you kind of want to position your call as part of the result they're gonna get business breakthrough call i'm gonna have a breakthrough (laughs) strategy call i'm gonna leave with tips and strategies you know 
So think of it from that perspective, okay? Now, let's say, again, coming back to this concept that coaching is not a product, it's an experience, okay? Let's say, let me think about this. Okay, so this is how you would run the call. This works for whatever type of coaching you're going to do. So let's just say someone, the normal way you run a discovery call is you send the person an email. So they say, hey, I want to book a call with you. You book a call and you send them some pre-work. Usually the pre-work involves the will of life. You rate areas in your life from spiritual to financial to physical to all of the those those different aspects that we career, everything. And then we review your rankings over the phone and discuss areas where you're lacking and I'll coach you through one area and then pitch you my coaching, right? I decided I wanted to play around with that a little bit. And by play around with that a little bit, I mean, I bombed it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to do it that way. And um, I'm sure it definitely works for a lot of people because they wouldn't teach you that. I'm assuming they wouldn't teach you that, you know, if it didn't work. But I didn't like it. So I decided to create my own thing. So I actually do a hybrid of a discovery call, right? And sales call. So all the the like really big gurus will tell you, don't do discovery calls, okay? You need to focus on a sales call. This is why I call it a hybrid. So on the sales call, all you do is have your client state all their pain points and then you basically draw them to the conclusion of how painful it's gonna be if they don't fix this stuff now, why they shouldn't wait, and boom, here's a solution to your problem. Nothing wrong with that either, okay? There's nothing wrong with walking them through their problem, coaching them and pitching them, or listening to their problem, highlighting why they should, why it's worth it now to fix it, what's going to happen if they don't, and then pitching them, okay? I actually married the two together, and it works very, very well for me, um, my coach told me that my closing rate on phone calls is actually significantly higher. So it like I've noticed when I'm playing around with stuff, y'all, like whenever I decide, like, I'm just going to go do something else, my numbers do drop. And so I'm like, okay, Sharice, (laughs) get back to the way you've been doing it that works. So when I first started doing this, my close rate was like 80%. And I started tinkering it, messing with it. And then my close rate dropped to like 40%. And I was like, oh no. Now, honestly, 20, 20%, 20%, 25% is actually still pretty good. Um, but you know, I was like, no, like I have to do better than that. So I've been messing around with it a little bit more. And so I've got it around to like 65%. And this is on like, like, I would say warm leads I think the 80% was on was on hot leads like they were hot um but this 60-ish range is on what I would just say is warm leads like they're they aren't super familiar with me but they may have attended one class and then hopped on a call okay so with that being said I'm going to tell you how I do it I probably should spend some time actually genuinely documenting this so that I can teach this to other people, but you guys are getting first dibs (laughs) of how I do it. So what I normally do is I start off with what 
what's going on with them, what's going on in their business, what areas do they need help in. And then I actually do coach them through that and give them some strategies. And then I don't cover every single area. So they might cover, they might tell me like 10 things. I may cover the like top one or two most painful, painful things that they're experiencing. And then I'll explain to them the program that I have available that can help them cover the other issues. And so it's not a hard sell. Number one, number two, they know when they're getting on the call, like when you book a call, it does say like, hey, you know, I'm going to help you with this issue. And if you need a business coach and there's some way for us to work together and we're a good fit, I'll let you know. So there's no confusion about that, right? I don't, I think it's really weird to get on a discovery call and people actually think that you're giving them a discovery call and then you pitch them and they ha- they weren't ready for that. And it almost feels weird or icky. So that's why I kind of like to mix the two together, like a discovery and sales call. And I also let people know before they book the call, this is what's going to happen. So no one's surprised when they're booking the call and I'm sharing about my services. Not to mention when they get on the call, I also tell them the same thing at the beginning of the call. So no one feels weird. I feel, I don't feel weird now at all. Before I used to feel like I was doing a switcheroo one, two, one or something like that. But letting people know up front takes the pressure off of you and them. And I don't hard sell. Like either I can help you with this or I can't. And there are definitely some people I've just said, I can't help you. You're not ready yet. And it's not even from a place of like, you're not good enough. But sometimes people get on a, like, I know who my coaching services are genuinely created for and who they can help. And I could sit on this, you know, call and lie to you and say, yeah, you know, sign up for this. It's going to help you. But I know like, this is for people that are in, you know, seven feet of water. You're just, you're not even in the pool yet, ma'am. Like (laughs) you're scared to get in the pool. You're still getting over your fear of water. I can't help you. (laughs) So I'm not going to sit here and fake and sell you coaching services and you'd be unhappy at the end. Okay. This is not my strategy, not my plan. So I make sure it's a good fit. And if not, I just give them additional resources or let them know like, hey, you need to figure out these three things. I'll tell them exactly what they need to figure out if they want to work with me. And then you do like you do get people who circle back around. It's happened to me before when they're ready. They'll be like, hey, girl, listen, I did everything you told me to do. I'm ready. Let's go. And I'm like, OK, I got you. I got you covered. But those are my top four ways to sell your coaching programs. Um, I think that selling is serving because so many people have a problem, an issue that does genuinely keep them up at night. They, I mean, it keeps them up tonight, up at night. And they need someone. They want not. To, they want somebody to help them. Okay, so you are serving them by providing this solution, the packages of your services. Okay, again, though, I like to remind everybody that coaching is not a product; it is an experience. So. Your client may come to you, your potential client may come to you wanting X result, right? So actually, I was trying to go through an example and I I think I didn't finish it. So a client may come to you and they say, hey, you might be a health coach. And they may say, hey, I I, want to lose 10 pounds. They're focused on that, right? But you might know as a health coach, 
The reason why they've been struggling to lose the 10 pounds is more of a mindset issue. There's a trigger, an emotional trigger or stress trigger, which is still emotional, that causes them to overeat or binge eat or eat late at night or stress eat. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to sell your coaching program from the perspective of um, find the right mindset to eat better and live healthy. You want to sell them the result. Your coaching program will help them lose that last 10 to 15 pounds of stubborn weight, okay? I know, you know, the problem there is probably mindset, but we're not leading with mindset. Nobody is looking for mindset coaching. What they're looking for is the result. That's what they're gonna come to you for. But this is what you do. You sell them what they want, but you give them what they need. So I will sell you my coaching program of how to lose 10 to 15 pounds of that last bit of stubborn weight. But once you get in that program, I'm teaching you how to handle those emotional triggers, the stress triggers that cause you to binge, that cause you to eat late at night or cause you to stress eat. And guess what? You getting that result, girl, losing that 10 to 15 pounds. So it's a win-win for everybody. They don't know what they don't know. If they did know it, y'all, they would be doing it already, okay? So that's why we have to position our coaching from the result perspective, not the process perspective, not the methodology perspective, but from the result that the client is actually looking for. So that's all I have for you all this week. What we're, ooh, wow, I just realized I went 37 minutes. (laughs) I try to keep these around 20 to 30 minutes unless I'm doing an interview. But anyway, it was worth it. I enjoyed my time with you all. Hope you enjoyed it as well. We're going to close out with our affirmations for today. I am wanted. I am loved. And I belong. And I want you guys, if you are still interested, I you, y'all, y'all showed out this month. I opened up the coaching program to create your signature coaching and sold out last week. All my spots are gone, okay? So and I do have some people who told me that they're still interested. So I think I'm going to open up a second a second cohort. That's what I'm going to do. So if you guys are interested in nailing your signature coaching program, learning how to create the proper content, how to sell your program, go ahead and book your, your free business breakthrough call with me and let's chat. Let's get you on the road to selling your program and making a difference in people's lives. I love to see... You all really, truly monetize your passion and your purpose and learn how to grow yourself and grow your business. It's so amazing. Like just, man, y'all, like just having clients come to me and be unsure and be so dope and so knowledgeable. I mean, y'all be just like amazing. And like, I don't know if I could sell this. I don't know if anybody wants to buy this. And I'm just like, listen, By the time I'm done with you in 12 weeks, you will have made some sales and learned how to pitch yourself. Like, it's going to be an amazing transformation, and I'm so excited to help this um, group of women go through it. And I already have some going through it right now, but it's going to be an amazing experience. So go ahead and book that call, and I'll see you uh, hopefully face-to-face. You guys have an amazing week.